Episode 48A. Hey everybody, it's James Kevin O'Connor and welcome to The Experience. Yes, yes, it's Dharmic Evolution. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and Merry Christmas, December 25th, 2015. And today we're going to take a trip down memory lane with a song called Connected. And what happened with this song? Where did this song come from? Well, I'll tell you. Back in the 80s in New Jersey, Whippany, New Jersey, there was this club called Chapter 11. And for those of you who have experienced Chapter 11, you know what kind of shenanigans went on at that place. Oh, my God. So I used to be like, um, almost have like a... uh, you know, a private uh, credit card to get into that place because I knew the owner, Larry Fermano. <laughs> so so uh, I would be coming back from a gig and stop in to say hello to Larry and the club would be just insane, rocking out like crazy. So um, Larry had these, um, these definitely, he had like these uh, interactions with the SEC and um, he was a commodities broker. No, he wasn't. He was a stockbroker, a penny stockbroker. So he had all kinds of uh, brokerage firms and uh, his silver shadow Rolls Royce and was living the life. So uh, all that came to a stunning and crashing end and suddenly Larry was gone. Where did he go? I don't know. So 25 years later or more, I'm sitting just recently, I think it was last year, and I'm working on my musical bio, which uh, is a real thorn in anybody's side who is a musical artist. You have to write your bio and, oh, what a pain in the ass it is. You know, like, you you don't know what to say about yourself. What is this, you know? So I'm writing the bio and I'm thinking about what the hell ever happened to Larry Fermato? So I jump on Google, and and I Google his name, and there he is. He's on Facebook, of all places. So um, I was at the beginning of my second album uh, called Gratitude, which I'm finishing up now. So this is last, uh, last, I guess last summer or whatever. So I reached out to Larry, and I said... uh, Hey, man, what's going on? Where have you been? And uh, ended up taking a flight down there. Uh, I was in the studio with Kim, of course, but we made time to have uh, dinner together and kind of catch up on where you've been, what's been going on, what's been happening. And, um, you know, he had his book there that just came out called Connected. And uh, I had my album with me, my last album, Geography of the Soul. His book was black and white. My album was black and white. So I had a signed copy for him, and he had a signed book for me. So we had dinner. We had a good time catching up. And I said to him, Larry, I said, you know, remember back when I was, when I was out in California, when you flew me out to L.A., to uh, record my music. Do you remember what movie was out and what song was like the number one song in the country? And it was Rocky Three, and it was uh, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor was the song. So I said, you need a song for this book because he was thinking of making the book into a movie. So I said, then you would have your own thumbprint. So I said, just think about that. And uh, we parted ways. I took the book, went back to my hotel, 
Now, this was July 3rd. So the next day, July 4th, I was at my hotel in Nashville. I sat poolside the whole day. I read the book front to back, and then I picked up my guitar and I wrote this song called Connected. And Connected is really about, it's about connecting to one another. It's about connected. It's about the mob and all that, of course. But um, the metaphor that lies beneath the surface is we're all connected um, in one way or another. So while Larry was serving time, he found himself being connected to God. He found himself thinking about being connected to family and all of the things, all the, um, the important things in life. So that is the, you know, the underlying story of this saga. It's about being connected. We all need to be connected. So with that, uh, I took the song, I demoed it, sent it to him. He loved the song. I went right back to Nashville and I cut this song with Kim and the band. And uh, then we mastered it. So uh, this is the second single from the album, Gratitude. However, it was the first one that I really finished and mastered. And I did a lot of the, did most all the tracks, like right in the studio. And then I uh, came back and just added a few touches of some things here and there in my studio. And lo and behold, we came up with Connected. So that's the story of Connected. And we're going to play the track at the back end of this. But I know that English Bob should be here momentarily. So let's put out the red carpet for English Bob. We haven't talked about him, you know, in a long time. He hasn't visited. And for it's my understanding that he is now teaching fencing of all things. So let me just go out there in the hallway and say, whoop, there he is. I think that's him. Let me get the door here. Hey, English. Hey. Hey, come on in. Come on in. Ah, oh, you look good today. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Man, did you have your... Did you have your suspenders, like, somehow brightened or something? You must have had them dry cleaned. Ah, uh, yes, James. I've had them ostracized. Ostracized? Yes, yes. They're very bright. Uh, I'm glad you're here. Um, and hey, Thank I got you. a little Christmas surprise for you here. Oh, what do you think? Oh, James. I knew you would love this, English Bob. Oh, my. What? It's your favorite. Oh, what a pleasant surprise. Thank you, James. That was so kind of you. Oh, you're welcome, I English. can't believe you made tea for me. Yeah. Thank you. That's my, my oh, pleasure. this is piping hot. Mm. Oh, yes. Delectable. Yes, it's English tea from Wickingham. We get the best for you, English. Just, just, just the right temperature. Thank you, James. Oh, so good. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. I'm glad you're enjoying that. So let's get down to it, English. It's been a while, man. I haven't seen you. So good to see you with your, your bright suspenders. You're looking great. So uh, tell me, uh, what's been going on with your bad self? How you been feeling? What's new with you? Uh, thank you for asking, James. I'm doing quite well. I have started my fencing. And rather than just sitting around waffling about, I've, I decided I was going to instruct fencing. So I've had some young strapping bulls come in, and I've been just wicky as a stopwatch. But uh, I did have a bit of a sticky wicket. Uh, uh, just a short time ago, I had, had these uh, chest pains, you know, right down the... 
Whoa. Uh, well, it was, it was right down the, the center of my sternum, if you will. English, you, you've you been the picture of health, my friend. How did you, what yes, What brought yes. this on? What's going on with you? Well, James, it's a, it's a sad sack of stories. But uh, one sunny day while, you know, strolling about smoking my pipe peacefully, I realized that I had these uh, centrifuge pains uh, behind my sternum. Uh-huh. And uh, I immediately contacted Dr. Wolfenboot. Now, Dr. Wolfenboot being the cheery old man that he is, he immediately saddled up Harry the horse. And before he could take his first gallop with Harry, Harry keeled over and died. <laughs> now, Dr. Wolfenboot, he found his leg entrapped beneath the immense body of Harry the horse. Okay. And he found himself in excruciating, challenging circumstance. Yeah, I'll So after a, a fortnight, it would seem like a fortnight, but was merely hours of struggle and riff and raff, he finally pulled his leg out and hopped upon Kelsey the cow and galloped at double speed down the cobblestone highway <laughs> to come to my home. On the cow? But lo and behold... Before he even got there, there was a Millif poplot in the middle of the road, and Kelsey jumped up and reared her head back, pulled her feet off the ground, and just like a horse would do, and fell over and broke her cranium. Oh my now, goodness! This yes, is James. Crazy. I don't know. You've, it's if you've a ever Millif had a broken cranium. It's very, very painful. So, Doctor Wolfenboot, just not thinking. What he could do to help Kelsey with a broken cranium, he immediately drew his pistol and shot her in the hoof. Oh, geez. Now, you what? may think that this is extreme and unusual punishment yeah. for such a, a graceful and dearly beloved cow. However, yeah, what he up did with that? is he simply divided the pain and masked the incessant agony from Kelsey's cranium and shattered it into said hoof. Okay. Now, Kelsey was writhing in pain from stem to stern, but not nearly in the amount of 100% agony at either front. Well, okay, so I see. He's divide and conquer, right? Yes. It's just yes, exactly, James. That's exactly yeah, so right. You, so you, you, you mask the pain by creating more pain at the other end. Yes, Oh, okay. Yes. I guess it makes sense. Yes, very clever of Dr. Wolfenboot to do so. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I'll say. I've never heard of such a technique in my life. So whatever happened to you? I mean, what happened with the chest pains? What? What? How did that all end up? Well, James, the, the simple fact of was it's just good old flatulence. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Yes, yes. It turns out that Mama Bob had oh. made a, a, a huge batch of Bavarian beans the night before. <laughs> and uh, I was just a bit gassy. A bit gassy. Yes, James. So, poor yes. Dr. Wolfenboot. I mean, it cost him Harry the horse yes. and uh, Kelsey the cow with a broken cranium and a shot hoof. Yes, it was tragic, James. So, tragic. has he recovered yet? Oh, yes. Yes, Dr. Wolfenboot is fine. As a matter of fact, we played cribbage the other day. It was sensational. Oh, we had a, a wonderful good. time. That's and by good. the way, I did give the eulogy uh, for Harry the horse. Uh, quite tragic. <laughs> Uh, oh. But uh, Dr. Wolfenboot is fine. Good, that's good news. I'm so, I'm so glad you gave the eulogy for Harry the Horse. That's really, really kind of you. Hey, um, let's switch gears for a little bit here. We, I want to get... I, listen, yes. I want to get back to, um, you know, the fencing. What's up with that? I mean, you started this fencing operation, and uh, tell me, how's that tea? You enjoying that, I bet, huh? Yes, James, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so tell me some of the moves that go on with this fencing operation. Well, James, 
Let me, let me take stock. <laughs> All right. Take some stock there. Just take your time. Have some of that tea. I know you enjoy that. So, uh, it's very good. Yeah, I want to know about all the moves and, like, what's going on with this. Well, James, you see, in crafting the class, the instruction series, I came up with uh, just a handful of uh, certain, you know, meaningful desperation moves that any neophyte would like to know, going into a, a scuffle, if you will. So we focused on advance and balustra and half advance and angulation and passe arrière. So these these fundamentals are, are just so important for any fencing. Beginners, right? Yes, 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 of okay. course. So it's much like a transcendent uh, dental plate uh, with all the waffling status <laughs> of a lurching muffin, you oh. see. A lurching muffin? Ah, yes. So uh, <laughs> I've focused first and foremost on the propane tank. So we begin there and show an assault and a defense mechanism on a aggressive uh, foe like a large propane tank. Yes, yes, I know about this. Oh, yes, this. And, and before I forget, James, uh, I hope you don't mind, but I have uploaded a video series to your channel. Yes, The James I know. Kevin O'Connor channel. I hope you don't mind. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, I saw it this morning, and I could not believe what I was seeing. It was just amazing, this stuff you had going on. Thank you. You know, the barbecue you. grill? What was all that about? Yes, James, yes, yes. Uh, attacking, simulating an attack on the family barbecue. I felt it was a very a good thing to do. Yes, yes. Well, can you explain why? What was going on with that? Well, yes, of course. See, having swordsmanship and being at a family barbecue, sometimes if the steak is running amok and getting overdone, you can you can just rescue it in no time flat with a good balustra advance. Okay. All right. So you also got that. You got that going on you also have this uh propane attack like you know you defending yourself against the propane tank which i thought was really cool and i wanted to ask you about this smokestack thing now you said this is like patent pending yes yes james it's very very exciting it's my ubiquitous lurchmont move and it, i'm just tickled <laughs> over a hickory about it <laughs> so what is this is this like a this is like a, an aggressive smokestack that attacks yes. you or what what happens yes, with yes. this thing that's exactly what it is james you see it's this very very aggressive yet he's shrouded in subterfuge standing there like nothing's going on yet we know everything is going on with him as he sits there spewing out rings of smoked odie and <laughs> exasperating my breathing space but english bob knows better and when i pull out my sword and i joust with him and show him moves that he's not even contemplated being in the realm of reality it's my Final tapioca pudding on top of everything. <laughs> oh, what a what a topping, man. Way to top it off. Hey, you know, you said something earlier that um, you said this is patent pending, right? Yes, correct. So, I, I, listen, I was thinking that there's this show on. Have you seen Shark Tank? What is that? You haven't seen Shark Tank? Well, I know there's... One in London, I've heard. No, no. No, I mean the, the TV show in America, oh. Shark Tank. Oh, no, no. I don't have a television, James. You don't have it. <laughs> we'll get into that another time. Well, anyway, there's this guy on there. They call him Mr. Wonderful. 
And uh, he loves licensing deals, and he's always looking for patent pending ideas. So I was thinking, man, if you could, get, we could get you on a Shark Tank, and you could prove out your smokestack with your ubiquitous, ubiquitous Lurchmont move. Yes, man, you might be a big hit. Yes, I'm sure it would be a sensation, but uh, I have no interest in television, James. Thank you. <laughs> okay, all right. I thought I'd mention it. All right, hey, listen, I want to I wanna just finish with this one point. I know you and Jacked Up Jimmy had some disconnect on working on my European tour, and you guys know the album is just about finished, and I have no tour. What is going on? Did you patch things up? You know that uh, you're in charge of logistics, and Jacked Up Jimmy's in charge of crowd control, how are you guys doing with this situation? Well, James, we seem to have made some headway. Jacked up when I went out and we broke bread and had soup. And uh, we had a bit of a schnapps together. And uh, things things are better. Are I'm better. glad of that. But uh, you know that um, Jacked up also being in charge of crowd control is our union delegate. Yes. And uh, it seems that he's had a bit of a broken bunion oh, in boy. trying to... Uh, oh. Just trying to subjugate the union presence. Oh, and, no. Uh, go with uh, open shops. And uh, apparently the Londonites are up in arms. Of course they are. And um, he's had to rethink his position. Oh, I got to talk to him. Now, as far as logistics, I seem to have lined up things properly. I know the type of hotels you like, James. Yes, yes. I know your sense of travel. Yes. yes, I know you don't like streetcars. No, and I don't. I know that you don't like uh, tandem bicycles. So no, I've, I've taken them off of the of the repertoire. Thank you. So we are progressing and seem to have things in order when? for some time after Christmas. Today's Christmas. Ah, uh, yes, that is correct. Well, which Christmas are we talking about? Well, it will be this Christmas, of course, because Christmas has not ended yet. James, we still have a few more hours to go. And I am meeting with Jacked Up Jimmy momentarily. And uh, we are going to have a complete established schedule for your events to conquer Europe. As well, that's, per your request. that's positive. I'm excited. Uh, uh, what, what the hell is that? What the what hell the is that? Oh, that's my grandfather clock. Is that your watch? Yes, yes, James. It's my pocket watch. It's uh, grandfather had given it to me as a... (laughs) Jesus, sounds like it's the Westminster Abbey. What the hell is that thing? How does that make such a grand noise? Yes, she makes quite a roar, doesn't she? I I, I hate to run off, James, but but, uh, Mama Bob has... Yes, yes, I'm so terribly sorry for that wheezing. Uh, but uh, I must run because Mama Bob has been slaving over a hot hearth all day, making this enormous yak. You're having yak? Yes, yes, with all the trimmings, James. I can't wait to get home and try it all. All right, I hear you. Listen, it was really, really good to see you. Yes, English James. Bob, always a pleasure, and I wish you a very, very Merry Christmas, English Thank Bob. You. Thank you, James, and to you as well, and to all of your family. I send my best wishes, as always, James. And until the next time, we will meet again. All right, English. Can you get the door there? I'll walk out with you. Yes, yes. Oh, man. I got to get some oil on those hinges. I should say, you may need to dip it in Texas. All right, English. We'll see you, brother. Thank you, James. Goodbye. There he goes, English Bob, off to get his yak. 
on Christmas Day. <laughs> you know, I always love when English Bob stops by. It is always a hoot. This guy can come up with story after story after story. Wow. Um, just what can I say? But let's get back to, oh, yes, before I forget, you got to check him out on uh, my YouTube channel, James Kevin O'Connor. Um, he, he's got this stuff up there. You will not believe the antics with this uh, fencing thing. Uh, the attack of the barbecue grill, the defense of the, uh, he attacks a propane tank. And then the, uh, you know, you can't forget the smokestack, you know, the ubiquitous Lurchmont move. <laughs> it's patent, patent pending. Anyway, let's get back to connected. So um, I'm going to play the, uh, the final master track for you guys now. And uh, when I brought this to Kim Copeland, um, she got it right away. I said, Kim, I want this to be like big picture, um, you know, thinking big screen, silver screen, movie, big, big, big. She got it right away and, and had this great idea to put a dobro in the track, which I never would have thought of in a million years. And it, it really made the track... Um, you know, uh, Glenn Duncan did a great job on that, trading off riffs with um, James Mitchell on the guitar back and forth, really um, just set the stage for a great track. And just everybody did their usual amazing job. So um, I want to just present uh, and say, have a very Merry Christmas, but present the final mastered version of Connected with Kim Copeland, Kelly James, Paul Hollowell, James Mitchell, Wayne Killius, Glenn Duncan, Jim Hyatt, and yours truly, James Kevin. Here is Connected. Everybody 